Hello friends, Maurice Harker here. You are about to hear a gold nugget clip from the four seasons of a healthy and happy marriage workshop. I hope you are edified by what you hear today. Stay tuned after the clip. I have a special offer for you when it comes to taking the full workshop. So please, listen on after this episode. Talk to you later. Let's talk about a cycle that happens in really healthy relationships that has been almost completely obliterated by the convenience of high-speed human communication. One of the really neat things we have at our fingertips now is the ability to talk to people fast, everywhere. I had no idea 10 years ago that people would prefer to talk with their thumbs. Who knew that texting would be so popular There's no way the designers of phones thought that was going to happen, all right? But it has become extremely popular, and most of us rely on it, and some of us accidentally rely on it more than we think we do. Think about ghosting someone. I texted you three hours ago, and you totally ghosted me. You haven't replied for three hours. Now, let's go back to how horribly difficult it must have been for those people back in the 1850s and before that. All right. I have tried to figure out how anybody got anything done before phones. All right. Like, how do you tell your friends you have an idea to get together on Friday? What do you do? Get on your horse and ride around for six hours to everybody and say, I thought we could get together on Friday. And now everyone says, Uh, Let me see if I can make that work. And so you do one circle around, that takes six hours. And then one says, uh, maybe six o'clock. Another one says, maybe seven. Another one says, maybe Saturday. So then you have to do another loop around. Okay, can you imagine trying to just get together for lunch back in those days? All right, now, but there was something really important when it came to relationship development, thanks to that lack of communication. And it totally ruins relationships now or contaminates them when they build in a modern way. So let's do a little story. Once upon a time, back in the 1850s, new to the Salt Lake Valley, when things were built enough that people weren't starving to death or freezing to death, they could all get together on weekends for one of those uh, young adult, teenager barn dances. Chores are done everything's done. You spend a ridiculous amount of time getting ready for it because this is your one chance in seven days or more to have a decent impression on others and to meet decent people. And lo and behold, while you're there, you do meet someone and you have a glorious time, wonderful experience. The evening ends at the ridiculous hour of 10 p.m. Who does that? Who ends a party at 10 p.m.? Why? Because you still have to spend an hour riding a buggy or a horse to get home. You still have to take an hour to change your clothes and get ready for bed and read your scripture, etc. And you got to milk cows in the morning before church. Very different lifestyle. Now, of course, if you've had a really neat experience meeting someone, the whole drive home, you're Twitter pated and slobbering and going, oh, it's such a neat person. I like that person. I'm going to, and by the time you're halfway through Sunday, you're naming children with them and you're planning your retirement with them. 
and what crops you're going to grow in your field, et cetera, et cetera. And your siblings are all sick of you and your parents are worried about you. And everyone's, oh my gosh. And then Monday comes and you still have it in your head a little bit, but you have to go to school and milk more cows and do laundry and follow an ox with a plow while you get blisters and manure on your shoes. And by Tuesday, you don't even remember the name of the person. You're like, now who was that person I met last Friday? And you're going, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's now Wednesday and I've been bonding with God and clearing my head. I totally overlooked the fact that he was making out with Susie Q under the bleachers when I got there. And then he was hanging out with me by the end of the day. And he's all, man, girl of my dreams. Oh, wait a minute. It never occurred to me that she actually was complaining most of the time I was with her and was extremely unpleasant in many ways. I totally forgot that. Thursday comes, you're like, I don't know, man. And then Friday comes, it's time for to get ready for the barn dance again. And you go there and most of your excitement and steam has burned out a bit. You've rebonded with God. You go, let's start over here. Let's double check to see if there's anything legitimately positive that was going on there. Now that I've got some clarity, now that I've got some reconnection with my own identity without another person interrupting it, now that I've reconnected with my marital mission statement, now let Let's be the guy in the story here. Let's be the guy who actually was making out with Susie uh, at the beginning of the evening, okay? But then he meets you and he's like, I think that was a bad idea to be making out with Susie, okay? I don't think that's a good idea for me to be connected to her. I'm going to spend the week having some identity growth experiences and commit to myself to being a better person. And I did that without any help from someone of the opposite sex giving me feedback. And as she's reflecting on her participation in the last weekend, and she's pondering with God, she goes, you know, I think that uh, youthful part of me that tends to whine about stuff was a little too prominent. I think I'll refine that a little bit. I think I'll become a better woman because I've been hanging out with God. And a boy didn't tell me to change that. I'm all grown up. I'm 17. I can learn to be a better person without feedback from another adolescent. So now, as they return, they're better people than they were last time. And they're a little skeptical about the other person's behavior. So they have to start over. They have to start over. Hello again. I hope while you were listening, you had some insights on how to improve your marriage. Now, for that special offer I mentioned earlier, I would like to offer a trade with you. I would like to give you financial credits towards taking the four seasons of a healthy and happy marriage workshop. In fact, I'm willing to pay for the whole thing for you to attend it. In exchange, I would ask three small things from you. First, click to follow the Memoirs of an LDS Therapist podcast. Second, share this episode with your Facebook and or Instagram friends. And third, take a screenshot of that share and send it to 4seasonslcs at gmail.com. That's the number four, followed by S-E-A-S-O-N-S-L-C-S-L-C-S. 
at gmail.com. FourSeasonsLCS at gmail.com. For every podcast episode you screenshot and share, I will give you a $20 credit toward the next eight-week Four Seasons of a Healthy and Happy Marriage workshop until you have enough credits to pay for the whole thing. How does that sound? $160 workshop for free. I look forward to meeting you and or your loved ones in the next Four Seasons workshop. I teach those workshops live, so we will be able to talk directly about how to make things more glorious for you in your marriage or future marriage. See you soon. Thank you.